Hey everybody, welcome to another Code Pen Radio. This is 338, and we have one of my favorite web designers in the whole world on to talk to. It's my great pleasure uh, uh, to talk to Lynn Fisher. How you doing, Lynn? I'm awesome. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome too. Thank you for thank you for being awesome. This is one of those like funky internet relationships where we've actually <laughs> like literally done work together and I don't believe we've ever even done a Zoom call like I know. ever. Just uh email only. Yeah. <laughs> I probably or something. Yeah, online Chat. collabs without any face to face. Yeah. It's kind of how I like it, honestly. It's cool that yeah. work can get done in the modern age without Without, uh, I don't know, having to be super in-person about it. Pretty oh, rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, so, 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 uh, you, you know, people out there, you already know Lynn. I absolutely <laughs> guarantee it. Like, maybe not personally, but if you've ever seen anything with the moniker Lynn and Tonic uh, attached to it, that's that's you, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lynn and Tonic of most places. It sets people up right, I think. Because it's <laughs> yeah. like, ooh, a funny little pun. And then I feel like... That's all your work is like. They're not, it's not necessarily puns, but like it definitely has an element of fun to it. Like maybe literally everything you ever do. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't take myself too seriously. So that's a, it is a good kind of setup. Yeah. I mean, but the work is always just so phenomenal. But yeah, they're yeah. definitely, uh, yeah. Some of us adults forget how to have fun, but <laughs> not Lynn. Yeah. He's a, he's fun. And, and maybe, I don't know, it would be hard to pick a top work. Cause once in a while there's like some new project, then it's like on the news or something. <laughs> like you're like, oh, I'm going to make a website for every single thing that David Rose ever wore. And then it's like <laughs> all over the internet f- for a week. But this one, per- there's one project that persists over years and years and years. You've been working on it forever. It's timely right now because I believe it's what they call Divtober mm-hmm. as we speak. And you kind of, I don't know if you invented it, but certainly popularized the idea of doing illustration, I guess, in the web browser, but not with the help of much HTML. <laughs> Literally <Yeah>. a single <laughs> div. Yep. And, you, and you've done, wow, God, must be hundreds of these things. By the yeah, yeah or a lot. Like over, I think like um, a little over seven years now I've been working on it. Yes, yes. That's, that, that's amazing. And so you can check that out at a dot single div dot com, I think is the yeah, URL. Yeah, a single div dot com also redirects to like the a dot subdomain. Nice. So, Throwing money at domains. I know. Well, yeah. I, I did the first one, the subdomain, and then I was like, oh, no one's going to type it like that. So I had to buy the other one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'll, I think the subdomain one is cooler, though. Yeah. So I good agree. taste in direction. Yeah. And so a single div, some people are like, okay, well, I know enough CSS so I can apply a border. I could apply a background color. I could apply a box shadow, maybe even multiple box shadows. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, like how could I possibly draw like a plant sitting on a windowsill with shades with no HTML? And this is, again, this is not, um, there's no tricks, right? There, I mean, there's tricks, but there's no SVG. There's no background no. images, right? Right. Uh, um, yeah. So, so what's up with this? I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this question for seven years straight, but I'll just <laughs> ask you again, like, what are the, how do you make it happen? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, um, I feel like I'm always learning new ways to do things. So it's cool to kind of see progress. Um, but yeah, the, there's some of the standard things that you use with height, border radius, you can make some funky shapes with border radius, which is cool. 
Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, Even like not just circles, right? Right, but like, yeah, kind of organic shapes, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With the, like, I like to use kind of the, sh- um, or not the shorthand. So you do like border, top, right, radius, and then set two values. And that'll give you some like really neat fine grain controls of the border radius. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, once in a while I'm reminded of the, even <laughs> if you don't use border, top, right, radius, which is maybe one of the, I hate to say worse name things, but hot, you can never remember which after border, like wh- the rest of the three are like, what order are they <laughs> yeah, in again? Right. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm surprised you lean on border radius though, because border radius is like only works on one element and right. you only got one, but kind of three, right? Yeah. You get, yep. you, yeah. So you get the div and then it's like before and after pseudo elements, you get, you technically get three layers. Um, yeah. but then okay. yeah, the power, the real power is in, um, uh, background gradients. So you have like linear gradients, which you can use to create pretty much any sort of like rectangular shape or like angled lines. Um, And then also kind of like shading as you would imagine a gradient would work. And then you have radial gradient where you can make circles or ellipses, different variances Mm -hmm. of that. Um, And then actually the yesterday's DivTober or or the previous day's DivTober drawing I did is the first time I've ever used conic gradient. No kidding, there. really? Yeah, I'm a little uh. bit of a late adopter. And so like, but um, yeah, so conic gradient is like super powerful and like can make That's really That's the one with cool. like a CD on it yep, or whatever. Yeah. 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 So like, I'm going to kind of explore that a little bit more. So gradients and then multiple box shadows, like you mentioned, um, like if you have a circle, like 50% border radius, then you can make like kind of infinite circles with box shadow right you can like mm-hmm. change the size change like the um spread of the shadow so you can make like hard like shapes kind of as many as you want and then um, move it too yeah yep position it and so there's a lot of kind of tedious like placing a circle here placing a rectangle over here kind of stuff that's happening but yeah so basically with those tools you have kind of these like array of like shapes you can make and then you're kind of just like Pile them, piling them on top of each other, like to make a to make an image. That's great. So, do you find kindred spirit in the uh, the other uh, like CSS uh, masterpiece painters? You know what I'm talking about, right? Like yes. Of, yeah. yeah, like Diana <laughs> but they don't Smith. limit themselves. Yeah, right. Like yeah. yeah, yes. I think like I love what they do. It's amazing. I'm just in awe. Right. Like they. Ha- so the nice thing about single divs is that it's like just so constrained. So like. At some point, I'm like, well, I'm done. Like, there's no more to do, right? Like, there's just like, um, yeah. but for them, I think these folks that make these really like elaborate masterpieces, like, when do you know when you're done? <laughs> you can just like keep adding as many things, you know? Um, but as they've right. shown, you know, you can really create just like anything if, you know. And they're prolific enough, like Diana is, that that it is a style. And you have one too, you know, and it's just... If you only did one of these and then you stopped, well, that's that. But I think it's interesting that you can look at her multiple of her work and be like, yes, that looks like a Diana Smith piece. And you can look at your work, too. And it looks like a Lynn Fisher work, too. Mm. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Backgrounds are a big tool here. We we can move on. I just think this is fascinating. <laughs> no, cool. yeah. I love and then, it. But do you ever use repeating back, like the actual syntax, repeating background, yeah, whatever? Yeah, repeating linear gradients. Um, yes. So for like stripies or, um, like the, like one I just recently did like to make blinds on like a window, like if you need like kind of just like 
repeating stripes. I'll use it there. Yeah, this, that's the syntax that, it, I mean, it does what it says on the box, right? It repeats mm -hmm. it. But I thought there was like weird limitations. Like you can't, you can't say, I'll only repeat it seven times, right? It just repeats oh, until yeah. it's no, done. Oh, yeah, no, you can't. It just repeats forever. Um, what you can do is uh, control it just with using background, background size. size. Yeah, so you can yeah. strain like where it's repeating. Actually, one thing I wish that you could do is that same kind of concept with radial gradient. So a repeating radial gradient creates like, like a bullseye type. So it like it's repeating outward from the center, right? But what I want is to repeat like side by side. <laughs> so I could make like oh. polka dots, which you can in some way by using like the background repeat, repeat, like repeat Y or repeat X, but you can't constrain it then with background size. It's a little bit funky so you there's kind of like little rules <laughs> you have to kind of figure out like how much yeah. you can get away well, your with button against the wall of yeah. CSS's right yeah so it'd be cool to do now. that but I mean that's like like who does that like you don't need that you know what I mean it's more just like for this particular use case gosh it's making me think of all the weird tricks like there isn't mm -hmm. there one that's background size that like that does actually resize a little bit it's like background size round or something like oh, that oh yeah but... like space there's that well yeah it's exactly it round. puts as many as will fit yep yeah i that one's cool i've only used that maybe like once or twice just because it's i'm i'm just like constraining things a little bit more like i want it exactly here but i saw one i saw a code pen once like that was cool where as you scaled the browser like vertically it like because of round, it would only add like these. It was a burger. Sorry. It was like oh, a burger. Yeah. yeah. And like as you like grow the burger, little patties would like appear, right? As, but it would only show like a full patty once there's enough space to like house a new patty, right? Instead of like kind of like partial ones. So I thought that was kind of a neat example of how that it's works. like the perfect use yeah. case for that, that particular mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, I, I had some weird thing in my mind that repeating linear gradient somehow like rendered worse somehow. And like, if you, it, that, but apparently not, I mean, if you're, if you're using, I think it just takes a little bit to like wrap your brain around like how it's going to behave. Um, but it's yeah. pretty predictable once you get, once, once you I, once I got it in my brain, you know, this episode of code pen radio is brought to you in part by video press which you can now buy a la carte it's part of jetpack you know the plugin for your self-hosted wordpress site that has all kinds of functionality if you buy the complete plan of jetpack with all the features it's in there but now you can buy it a la carte it's only four dollars and 77 cents a month if you buy it yearly uh it's a super great product imagine you have like an mp4 file or whatever you can just like drag it onto the media uploader in a wordpress site and drop a video on there but it's like it's not cloud host so it's not particularly efficient. All that bandwidth is on you. The player will just be like the native, you know, player of, of browsers, which is okay, but doesn't have a lot of features like, you know, jumping ahead and, and playback control and all that stuff. So it's like you get a really nice player uh, 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 for your WordPress videos and they're like cloud hosted and they do all kinds of smart stuff for video. It's just like a much, much better video experience for your videos. The bandwidth being just the most important one right out of the gate. Here's another one that's my favorite thing because I put, I do, I blog all the time and put little movies in blog posts. And a lot of times I just do it with nothing, right? But now I'm doing it with video press. But anyway, if, before video press, if you just put like a video tag in HTML, which is like the default experience of videos, you don't get a post unless you hand put a poster attribute on it. On mobile, like on iOS, you just get nothing. It just looks like a blank 
nothing rectangle. And you're like, I guess this is a movie. I'll play it or something. With Video Press, because it's a nicer player and it's just a way better video experience, you get you can see the an actual like frame of the video and you're like, oh, and a big play button. You're like, it's a video. I'll hit play. I understand what's happening here. I just thought that was just terrible UX to use just native only and not bother with the poster stuff anyway that's a tiny little feature go check out jetpack and video press it's just a it's just you should it should be the default thing that you have you should just have it if you have a wordpress site it's just better thanks bye So and then some sometimes these end up on CodePen too or, or or whatever. Do you what's the do you like do them in VS Code and then move them around or, or do you use some other editor or do they start on CodePen? Oh yeah. So I yeah, I work in Sublime and then I like for DivTober, I put every one of those in CodePen. So I just like copy it over. I use a template, which is really nice. So because I kind of mm. I because I started a single div so long ago, there's like a lot of like legacy CSS that's like controlling them that I wouldn't use now, but it's there. So I don't want to re I want I want to fix it. Yeah. So I have a template that like keeps all that for me, which is really nice and makes it easy. And then I've actually there's have been a couple that I've done like solely on CodePen that I actually did. Speaking of like when do you stop adding divs? I did a <laughs> um a, like uh an illustration of with 50 divs like last year. And that one I did like totally in CodePen. And so it was um, like the live update was like so nice as I was working on that. So this isn't like, it's not like, this is just one little outlet you have, right? You do work on all kinds of other, I mentioned like the David Rose thing, but you like did a thing with airports and <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It seems like, is it just like a place to, I don't know, to dump creative energy or, or you know? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It must must keep you going in some way. It's I don't know. I I just love the web. And so like I like I think I'll just always have like projects to work on and the web like makes it so easy to like do it and share that work out, you know? And so it kind of just all concentrates there. But yeah, I actually it's interesting like where a lot of people say that they feel burnt out from side projects where like side projects for me are like like if I'm not working on them, I'm probably burnt out, right? Like I, like it's the mm. thing that I'm like so excited about. And if I'm like feeling bummed out, I'm like not working on them. So like, um, like I redo my portfolio every year. Like that to me is like a real energizer at the end of the year. Um, it kind of like slowly creeps like later and later each year, but like, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just love like trying new stuff. I love experimenting with CSS especially. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure every year. Not I know. That's, it's all good because they, they get better and better too. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. I remember, um, so 2017 was like the first year where like people start, like people paid attention to it. Like before it was like my friends would be like, great, you know. Um, yeah. and then, you know? But then like cool. that year was the year I did where like every like 100 pixels was like a totally different layout. So there was like 24 different like like layouts to the site. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that was the first one where it kind of like blew up a little bit. And then so every year after that, it's been a little bit of like, well, what's next, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I found that like a year, especially now, CSS is moving so fast. About a year is like, oh, there's like some new thing I want to try, you know? Oh. And so I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, here's the thing that I can like experiment with. Or also just like a year is enough time where I'm like, okay, I'm like tired of this one. I'll start it. I'm ready to like see something different, you know? Yeah. 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 I think the the one that just sticks in my brain the most is that like the, the, 
your face or whatever oh, yeah. that has the, the million ones that smash together. Oh, yeah. man. Ooh, that's that's great. <laughs> and if you've gotten, don't visit on your phone. It's no fun. <laughs> oh, I know. You're only going to get one. I know. I've always wondered about that. Like, um, like when people were like, oh, like check out this site and you look at it on the phone, you're like, yeah, <laughs> like what's the, you know, it's kind of like not, yeah. not giving too much away, but like, oh, you do have to kind of interact with it on a, on a computer. Right. Almost always it has a, it's like has to do with the browser width, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Classic responsive design action. Yeah. I remember I was so proud of myself a million years ago. That was one of the first things I thought of when, when there was, you know, when we started having media queries is that you could like absolutely position something. And then when a media query hits, change the numbers, like the top and the left and oh, stuff, yeah. and then apply a, you know, transition to it and watch the thing fly around, you know, like, yes. Woo, there it goes, <laughs> you know, oh, totally. man. I overused that for a minute. <laughs> it, a big job change recently, as far as I can tell. You were, for a long time, were at it like an agency, right? Yeah. So I always imagined your life as like, oh, we're seeing this tiny sliver of Lynn's life through her side projects. But really, her day-to-day was just, you know, cranking stuff out for for clients. Is that right? That's what it, it was and yet, right? Yep. Yeah. So I was, yeah, working on client stuff for most, pretty much most of my career. And then toward the end of my tenure and yet, I actually did get to focus a little bit on some creative projects for that team. So, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I am diving into the product world, which is interesting. I just started at Netlify last week. <laughs> Whoa, oh, really super new. Yep. Week. Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. she's like, oh, it's been a couple of years, Chris. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, no, that's, that's, that's awesome though. But at, during the client work, you know, many years, were they, did you, you know, they, do they know who they were working with? <laughs> Where they like, give me the Lynn Fisher special. That's what I want. Um, I, want. I mean, occasionally there would be yeah. folks like, um, or at least that they'd be familiar. They've seen something that I've worked on before, which was cool. Like, I think like if I could give, like, I don't, I try not to give a lot of career advice because like everyone's experience is so different. You know, I started mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. long ago, but like, I think the one thing that has just been like so clutch for me is that like, if I and meeting with a client or meeting with like at a job interview or whatever, and they've already seen something that you've done. It's like, just, it makes it so much easier, you know? Like, and so that was, that was cool. Like occasionally there would be clients like specifically looking for like, well, how would you, like you are, you know, a lot about responsive design. Like how would you approach this problem? Right. So, but usually it was just like, Oh, I love, I love your site. And then we'd like kind of like then switch it into like work mode, you know? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's a little Yeti monsters cool and stuff, but we sell widgets. So right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So was it, was it, is it just for fun? I mean, we don't have to get into it if you don't want, but it's, it does seem like a pretty dramatic shift decide to, to do the product thing. I mean, Netlify is like, as far as I can tell from the outside, a pretty fun place with fun people, but they make a very serious product, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised too. So when, when I was, I took the summer off and then I was starting a job search and I was like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm at the point in my career where I'm just going to say what I want to work on. And so I went into every conversation like, Hey, I just want to like work on creative web projects. Like that's what I want. That's what I'm good at. And what I want to do, it, it excites me. Um, people respond well to the things that I make. Um, and a lot of product teams are like, well, we don't ha- have that available for you, you know, which is fair. Like, you know, sure. that's just there. They're doing what you're doing. They're saying, I'm going to be honest about what we need. Totally. And um, Netlify saw 
um, an opportunity for me to work on some creative web projects, like kind of cross-functional with like DevX, like marketing growth. There's mm. a lot of opportunity. They, I mean, they do a lot of community stuff with Jamstack and um, like conferences. And so there's a lot of surface area for like microsites, creative web experiences. Um, so yeah, we're still kind of figuring it out, but uh, yeah, it's exciting to hear that they, you know, we're excited about that too. Yeah, surface area is a good word for it, isn't it? They do have their hands in quite a lot of stuff and it seems like the homepage is new every month over there. I know. <laughs> uh, well, I said it'll be exciting to see what you do for them. That sounds Thanks. pretty rad. Yeah, I love Netlify. High five to to you and all of them over Thank there. You. They, do, they kind of changed the game in a number of ways for yeah. uh, for things. Uh, not a sponsor. That was just a random <laughs> shoulder rub. Um, yeah, I'm always like, <laughs> I just love the product. Like for me, I was like, I'm not going to go work on a product unless it's one that I use or that I like, you know? Um, yeah. Right. Where they're like, Oh, how's, can you come work for this weird crypto company? Right, Which yeah. sometimes it's like, I don't know, that salary is pretty good. And I mean, unless they're paying you in Bitcoin or whatever, and then right. don't do it. <laughs> like, hold on, let me convert this today yeah, or in right. an hour and we'll see. Big, big roles at product companies do tend to have, I don't know, they tend to, in my experience, outpace the what an agency can offer too. So we don't have to go there. But I that was really <laughs> yeah, I I think I was a little bit and yeah, it was pretty small. And the team before the agency I was at before that was like a little bit bigger. But yeah, I was kind of uh, in definitely the smaller team kind of environment. So yeah. Uh right on. So is there any what else are you excited about anything? Like is you know, like you said, every year a little bit of CSS stuff changes and then like that's a good opportunity to to redo the site kind of thing. But maybe this year's a a banger, huh? Yeah, for, I don't know. I, so, tech. Um so I I did have kind of a it's funny, you know how you have like an aha moment, but then you like dig into the thing and you're like, oh wait, that's not really what it was. Or like what I was hoping it would be. Right. So yeah, I had yeah. I had like a big aha moment about um like a way to use grid with container queries. Um yeah. and I like started digging in and I was like, oh, maybe it's not gonna behave exactly how I want it. But I then like DivTober started. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna like focus on this and like like regroup app in November. But I think the thing that I'm digging into right now is um how like elements can change relative to each other like i think the thing i was focusing on for a long time was like just the viewport right like i was thinking of like it would be cool if the browser was like a container itself so like with the faces like more appears as you grow the container or like the bob's burgers year um, yeah, it's like an yeah. animation that happens. So it's like, I was thinking of the browser as like an animation compiler. Right. And so like, I think this year I'm thinking of like, because of container queries, I mean, I don't know, I don't know where that will be by the time I like need to launch my site, but I'm exploring like the way that like elements on a page, like, re like react to each other. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's still pretty abstract and big in my brain, and maybe it won't be that. But that's kind of like what I'm thinking about. Well, right keep now. going a little bit. Like, yeah. what is it about grid plus a container query that is unique? Did you see that article that was like, um, like you don't need absolute positioning anymore? <laughs> yeah, the grid. Yeah, Ahmad's article. Yeah. So I yeah. was thinking about it like that, where like grid. I have not been using grid in that way, but I want to try. Where like, um, I mean, uh, like these homepages, they're not. I mean, they are layouts, but really they're kind of like art 
in a way, yeah, right? And know, so like definitely yeah. more on that scale. <laughs> right. Say. Yeah. And so I'm like thinking about like, okay, so thinking about how to use grid for placement, but also like grid itself has some like sizing like logic, right? And so like thinking through like like how that works with container queries and I don't know, kind of just like the point in the article was something that about like how you can stack, you know, like if you're gonna put a bunch of things that are on top of each other you don't really need absolute positioning for that in the same or negative margins or any trickery anymore. Mm -hmm. You can just be like, they're all in grid cell one. <laughs> Go there. Right. But just because they're in grid cell one doesn't mean that they all occupy exactly the same space of grid cell one. They can be on the top left or the bottom right, or they could stretch or they could stretch through the middle or they could, you know, that is kind of a, a cool aspect of grid. Although I wonder if it's fair to even say it's grid. I know I was just chatting with Jen Simmons the other day and she's like, don't think of alignment as part of grid. Alignment is just alignment and grid is just grid. I was oh. like, I don't know, but you're, she's always on another level. I know. I'm like, I wish I could <laughs> understand this like the way that you do. <laughs> By the time she presents it, it will be understandable because yeah. that's another power of hers as well. Yeah, totally. But, uh, so yeah, that's cool. And that seems like slightly usable, although I worry a little bit like, so we got the there was like a big bang of excitement around container queries. And then it's like, they're not actually like out yet though. You right. Know? I know. Right? So, yeah. So like so maybe January, maybe. 2022 is a little right. early for, yeah. but there is kind of a, there's polyfills. So maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking, thinking that your favicon is a little squid and there <laughs> happens to be a pretty popular TV show about squid <laughs> game at the moment so i'm like how can that not be on lynn's radar oh funny <laughs> i haven't watched that yet i need to it's on my list though i need to like because it's subtitles i have to like really like focus you yeah. know and so i'm like yep. gonna set aside mm -hmm. some time to like do it i'm only two episodes in but it just seems like like i don't know lynn's got something with squids going <laughs> on it's gonna happen 2022 could be uh, so the thing I alluded to earlier that we worked on together was the fact that you just did, did the illustrations for the Flexbox guide. A lot of people, I, I get that, I get that on the street practically. When, <laughs> oh my God, I use your Flexbox guide so much, which is great. I feel like it's one of those things that you, I can never live it down. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've written more things than that in my life. Oh, funny. That probably is like thinking about it, like, like the like small piece of it that I worked on is like probably the thing that the most people have seen <laughs> like collectively of all the work I've ever done. Cause that's that page is visited so much. I, I almost agree only because of like the longevity of the page. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's highly trafficked day after day and month after month and year after year. Whereas uh, I, I would think like a David Rose page, like gets real hot for mm -hmm. a couple a months bit. there. And yeah. then yeah, not less, less in popular culture now that it's over, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, but I don't know. So if you if y'all out there have ever been to the the Flexbox guide or the Grid guide, those illustrations are Lynn's and are really clutch to making the page look cool and understandable and fun and all that. So pretty rad, pretty rad. We sell them as a poster too, Lynn. I sell them every single day. Oh, somebody nice. Buys, somebody, somebody, somebody out there in the world buys a poster. And if you could have a globe, you'd never guess. You know, I don't think <laughs> we've sent one to Greenland, but they go everywhere else on planet Earth. Neat. You know, anywhere. That's awesome. And the, and the posters are different. It's not just like a printout of the guide. You designed those mm -hmm. very specially. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was fun trying to, like on the web, 
take for granted how nice it is to design for the web when you make a poster, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh, everything, you know, you're just limited. In Where space. did you go? Where do you, I, I didn't ask you about tooling yet. Cause I, you know, the single div thing, do you, and any, anything else you do for the web, do, is, is CSS your tooling? Do you just think it out and type characters or do you have like cool little secret apps that you build? I, I, it doesn't seem to me that you use like fancy preprocessors generally, right? It's just pretty raw CSS. Right. So I do use stylus um, on my personal stuff, but it's, I'm not doing a lot of fancy stuff. Like occasionally I'll do like a mix in. Um, I use it most and on a single div, especially I use it mostly because stylus has property lookup, which like SAS doesn't, which is like, so you can do like width. What is that? It's like width 20 pixels. And then you can do height at width. So the height is the width. And then you wow. can, yeah. And then so later you can do like, um, like margin, like calc, like 100% minus at width. And it just like looks up the property in the declaration that you're in. And so. Mm. Um, I've never heard someone wax poetic about <laughs> property lookup I before. I love it. It's one of, like, whenever I have to use SAS, I, I mean, SAS is more powerful in a lot of different ways, but. That's the one thing I'm like, like I miss property lookup. It's so nice. But now, I mean, do you feel like, like you, because custom properties is that now essentially, right? Or, or do you right. think it's too verbose or do you, are you not on the double dash train? <laughs> yeah, I don't, it feels a little bit, I mean, and maybe this is just like me being like old school and not like thinking like, like changing my mental model, but like, I think of it like, well, I'm setting a variable and I don't need a variable. I just want this thing to be the same as this other thing, right? Like, I, I see, like you reject the concept of variableizing it. You're like, just reference, yeah. Just yeah. like, and I, it's so localized. Like it, it doesn't extend outside of like the selector. And so like, like it's just right here. I set a value and I want that value. I'm willing to admit that like I should, I should run away and like use, <laughs> use that, right? Like, <laughs> but again, like I said earlier, I'm a little bit of a late adopter. So like, I think like. Only because then you don't need a preprocessor and see, and it's supported everywhere. And there's not even a whisper as far as I can tell in the CSS world of property lookup. <laughs> like no making one cares its way. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the one person that cares about it. I'm like, yes, this one, one thing of like keeping me in stylus. It is interesting though. And then you, and then you kind of put it at the top. Does it, or, or is it smart enough? Like what if you wrote height first and then referenced width and then wrote width second? Is it like super smart? Yeah. And like can look at, the, even though it's the second thing now. Oh, I don't know. I've never tried that. Yeah. Okay. I don't, that was a very <laughs> would, weird question I, to ask you I at the end of guess, this interview. I would say that, no, it's not that smart, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure. Um, Maybe too. But yeah. I always like stylus too. It has some other nice things even aside from that. I'm, uh, I mean, one of them is that it's just super forgiving and it's like, do you want colons? You don't even have to use colons. Yeah. You don't have to use like any, any syntax really. <laughs> But it, it also, I, I don't believe Stylus has been touched in a hot, long while. It's been a long time. <laughs> so, and it's funny, I am, I, on my personal sites, I'm using, on the more just straight up kind of like dump out some pug into HTML, I'm using like just a, a really, really, really old setup of Grunt with like, just cool. some, yeah, yeah, it's like just super basic. Just like, I just want to, like, I use pug mostly just because I don't want to write as much stuff. You know, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm also not doing anything like super complicated. That's there. good to hear, actually, because I just had to just put together a post about HTML preprocessors. And I'm like, does anybody even care anymore? Like, like, it seems like if you're 
the way that HTML gets pre-processed is either like my CMS makes me use PHP or it's a JavaScript library. Yeah. It's never just like this weird little syntax called pug. Like how many people actually use pug to actually build sites? Well, Lynn Fisher does. <laughs> I do all the time. And we did for, I mean, I think actually the andyet.com site is still in pug, but it's, oh no, nope, it got switched hmm. to Gatsby, maybe. Um, but yeah, so like at my like for work stuff, I'm like totally fine being in whatever yeah, yeah. we're using. But for personal stuff, I want to do the least amount of typing. And so it's just it's just so nice. Yeah, I miss I, not that I, 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 I see it regularly. I wrote up a little thing in Pug the other day, but it seemed it's because CodePen supports Pug and it makes me I can write a little card mix in and then use it four times. And it just feels so satisfying. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, does that translate to like the real world at all? I don't know. I mean, for hobby, I think for hobby type sites, probably, or like, like personal sites. And mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just philo- philosophizing. About yeah. Code. I like to, I mean, I, I usually find something that I like that works for me and then stick with it for a long time. And so. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how the web is though. I'll yeah. think of all the millions of old sites that use, like, I mean, there's probably more sites that use grunt than use react in some weird world yeah i don't know if that's true i just made that up it feels like it could be true yeah (laughs) i think i would be surprised and not surprised you know yeah yeah it certainly doesn't get the airtime but we know we all know that's how that works Mm -hmm. well anyway i won't keep you any longer lynn it was a pleasure to talk to you about your your life and your creative endeavors and stuff and best of luck in your new gig over at nullify and i hope to talk to you real soon again yeah is there anything you want to tell the world I don't know. Have fun making stuff for the web. It's the best. (laughs) Cheers. We'll see you later.